You're tuning in to Spectre Radio. Revisiting our favorite Star Wars movie moments and debate about scenes from the show. We're just three millennials flying our way through the galaxy through the eyes of the clones, Jedi, and bounty hunters. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. My name is Alyssa, and we are... Spectre Radio. I have something for you. Roken found it before we got out. She would have wanted you to have it. It's empty. Spoiler alert. I wasn't going to give you a blaster layer. You're ten years old. But you won't always be. Thank you, Obi-Wan and Princess Leia for spoiler warning. Again, this podcast contains adult content and spoilers. The fight is done. We lost. Stay hidden. The key. Hunting Jedi. This patience. Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. The Jedi code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Welcome back to Spectre Radio. That'll work. No other. (laughs) There's no other way to get us started, because you know all all endings must have a beginning, and all all beginnings must have an ending, right? Kind of thing. Indeed. It all connects. It all connects. Um, well, I am really excited that we're going to round out our parts of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series and talk about part five and six today. Um, I am back from my spice run. It was uh, <laughs> a little questionable at times because it was a solo mission. Um, but I appreciate Adam for stepping in and dealing with these two knuckleheads while I was gone. Much appreciated. But we are back, baby, and we are back to round out some Star Wars content. So right. let's, uh, yeah, I'll kick it over to you, Andrew. Sorry, I'm a little uh, rusty. No, no it's <laughs> quite all right. I, I was like, is this where I take over? Has, has this, is, this is your turn. This okay. is it. Okay, so uh, I'm going to take us away with our first category for the series reaction. Um, my reaction is uh, shocked with that. No, I was kidding. Um, uh, I have a really, I have a really good, uh, good reaction uh, for for this um, as a, for the series uh, as a whole. Um, you know, there were some episodes and some moments that maybe felt a little bit slower, um, but on the whole, I very much like this series, and definitely um, the last two episodes really helped. What? On the whole, Obi Wan feels good. We we heard it here first from Andrew. Yes, yes, Obi Obi Wan feels. 
Why? Why do you, why do you, why don't you listen? Love me? You just like laid it up for me. I had to slam uh, dunk it. Okay. Why, why don't you love me? <laughs> but, um, no, it was, uh, it was good. These last two episodes, um, helped solidify Adam's theory with the, you know, there's something for each part, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, having to do with things from each respective movie, one, two, three, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, was pretty satisfying. Um, Very um, poetic, I'll say as well. Yes, yes. I love when Star Wars is poetry for sure. Um, I think George Lucas once said, it's like poetry, it rhymes. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I feel like it mirrors more than it rhymes. Fair because, enough. Yes. I mean, it's like when you write a song and you just use the same word to rhyme with the same word because that's pretty much what part five and six were. It was repeating a lot of old dialogue, which I am a fan of. I have no problem with. Yeah, especially, but, especially um, the fight scene between the last, yeah. the last fight scene was, it was mirroring Revenge of the Sith. It was mirroring um, Ahsoka's fight with him. I was gonna in say Twilight of the Apprentice, yep. and it mirrors a little bit of the Return of the Jedi fight when Luke says that my father is truly dead, and Obi Wan's right. like, my friend is truly dead. Right, and it's so. like, I killed your father, <laughs> and he's like, that's what you're. That's what your dad actually said that I, yeah. I did it, but you said that it, Vader betrayed and murdered my father. Right. I mean, that's, 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 that's what, what he said. said. That's <laughs> what he said. Yeah. Sorry. You said it correctly. You know what I meant? I did. I did. Yeah. yeah it was, I, it was really nice. I agree. I think uh, the whole series, I, I was a little worried in the beginning because I liked it. It was very similar in the sense of the Mandalorian kind of bringing in Grogu at the end of chapter one that you're like, wow, what, like, this is not what I expected. We're on a whole journey to like reunite this little one with their family. And it's kind of the same idea with Leia and like, we got to reunite her with her family. And I, I think it's interesting because it does like, you know, like we are saying kind of poetry, it mirrors very similar to the Mandalorian. Um, but I was almost expecting for them, you know, if we flash back to my, my reaction for episodes one and two or parts one and two, I guess they're calling it. Uh, I was saying, you know, they'll probably ditch the Leia storyline, you know, part way through the episodes and wrap that up, you know, so they can pick up between the Anakin Obi-Wan struggle. But I thought that was interesting that they were able to keep it going mm-hmm. and keep it interesting for all six parts and make her a very integral part of the story. And make it her makes- really likable and flesh it out. Yeah. And definitely like helped connect the dots. Cause that's one thing star Wars loves to do more than anything is just go back and find more ways to connect all the dots. Um, more on that, on the predictions for, mm-hmm. for later. <laughs> but and we got one of Adam's favorite, another version of order 66 again. <laughs> and we know how much Adam loves recapping and, and, and going back to that. <laughs> Poor guy's so traumatized. Uh... <laughs> it's like he was there. What did you think, uh, Wyatt, about the nope. uh, last two parts? This this whole series definitely met my expectations. I mean, we weren't sure where we were going to be. We weren't. I mean, we kind of knew from the trailer where you know in the timeline we're going to be based on Luke's size. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, this met my expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to have high hopes for a series because I just don't want to get completely let down. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we had returning actors from the early 2000s you know come back and, and recap as their original as their original um the people they're playing as well um 
be honest with me. The the flashback that we got with Obi Wan and Anakin like dueling on Coruscant. Yes. Mm-hmm. What was your honest reaction with that? Anakin looked mind. old as hell. I didn't mind it. You could definitely tell they were older, and Obi Wan's like hair, like up top, had this flip that he never had when he had super long hair. So I was just like, oh, you styled your hair way ass different than you did in that actual movie. But OK, um, that was that for me kind of like took me out of the moment because as soon as I saw the Padawan braid, I was like, oh, yeah, like this would be, you know, Attack of the Clones. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, is it? And like, you know, they spent all that money to de-age Mark Hamill. Why can't you? I don't know. That's yeah, that's I my mean, my one little gripe with the whole thing. It kind of ruined yeah. the magic of the moment of. Well, they were clearly doing it to show that they know each other and they know how each other thinks and they know how each other strategizes. So they're both trying to outthink each other. I definitely think it could have been executed better. Um, As much as I was like, oh, cool, we got a flashback. As much as I was hoping for more flashbacks, you know, I mean, I I could have done better. I loved how it was. It was a lesson, you know, that Mm -hmm. that Obi Wan was trying to teach. Obviously, Anakin never learned. Even you know, turning into Vader, he especially didn't learn it. Mm. So I, I enjoyed how they how they did bring it back. I, I'm, I agree with you. It wasn't executed well. It honestly felt like it was thrown in there kind of last minute. Yeah, kind of like, like Doctor Strange's uh, little eye at the yeah. end of Doctor Strange. That was that was very post production. That's why it was such bad CGI. But um, but now it looks I mean, a lot over- like uh, Adam's tattoo. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the hel- one thing, with the helmet piece missing <laughs> one thing I will say is I noticed partway through the show where Vader kind of becomes Vader more and Anakin less and it was because at, at the beginning he shows up and he's furiously trying to find Obi-Wan like furiously like he broke a kid's neck for crying out loud he's like mm-hmm. rampaging his way and he's throwing fits you know if he can't find Obi-Wan and you know, he's telling the emperor in the hologram, don't, you know, I'm going to find him, you know, this and that. And then the emperor's like, well, if you're not Anakin and you're Vader, you're my apprentice, then this shouldn't matter. And then he like regains control of himself and he's like, Obi-Wan doesn't matter. So it's like he killed a little more of his, his Anakin self. And also the quote was the same from episode six when Palpatine was just like, uh, I wonder if your feelings on this matter are clear, Lord Vader. And in the movie, he goes, they are clear, my master. But I was like, oh, yeah, they're doing a thing. But it was, yeah. it was nice to see. Well, I say nice. It was really dark to see an, yet another way that Vader is killing his previous self. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked that they finally, like, like a, they addressed it in live action and not just Rebels that Anakin is dead kind of thing and it's it's vader is what remains it's it just kind of shows you what yeah. the dark side does to you when you sink deeper and deeper right and the whole thing like you're describing that scene with the the major duel at the end uh between obi-wan and vader at that point anakin being <sighs> quote-unquote dead um it's interesting because like, you know, when he, when he does face off with Ahsoka, which is after this, right. He's facing off with Obi-Wan five or six years. After this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So he loses the one side of his mask in this mm-hmm. duel with Obi-Wan. He, he loses the other side of his mask with his duel with Ahsoka. 
And it's not until he duels with Luke that he loses the whole mask. So Mm -hmm. it's like this allegory of like Luke can Luke can only take the whole veil, the shroud of the dark side away from him Mm -hmm. and bring him back to the light side of the force and redeem him. So it's really interesting. It's like the two halves of his heart, like his apprentice, his master, but it's not until you know, his it's blood. his son. Mm-hmm. And it's like so crazy to think like none of that would be inspired if Owen hadn't said, do you want to meet him? You know what I mean? He wouldn't be dreaming of being a pilot. He'd be dreaming of being a pod racer, which like that's whatever. But he was dreaming of being a pod racer. I think, you know, when he's doing the little thing on mm-hmm. the on the little igloo, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't have dreams of being a pilot. He's probably never seen one. And then he gets the little, you know, glider as a toy from Obi-Wan and the rest is history. Now he has this thirst for adventure, you know, and um, he doesn't get the same knowledge that Leia gets. But, oh, my God, that whole speech at the end, I was sobbing Mm. between Obi-Wan and Leia. And, oh, these are the qualities you get from your father. And, oh, these Mm -hmm. are the qualities you get from your mother. Yeah. Um, It was so well written. It was such a good, like, just rap to the whole situation and, and that's was, the that's so the perfect. scene that kind of addresses to think uh, did you i'm wondering if you said this um when she contacts obi-wan years later in a new hope and like doesn't address hey when she's like years ago you served my father in the clone wars instead of hey remember that time you rescued me like <laughs> hey we need your help again i think i don't know if you said something or someone else said like bro they never address this in the future and you know, he goes, Hey, we can't ever talk about this again. So I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. Now they, no, it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. And like, I don't remember. I mean, that's obviously a very traumatic experience for a 10 year old. You're not going to forget it, but you're Mm -hmm. probably not going to remember the full details, Mm -hmm. but it makes so much more sense now why her kid's name is Ben. Like it makes a Mm -hmm. thousand percent more sense. Mm -hmm. I love that. When I realized that parallel, I'm like, Oh my gosh. That is beautiful. Yeah. It makes but, a lot so, more sense. So going back to Vader, I loved how we got James Earl Jones mm-hmm. as the voiceover again. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Hayden Christensen didn't actually, wasn't in the suit until the very end. I believe there was, I, a, I think there was a stunt actor the entire time. There until was a we stunt actor. His... I don't know how much of the show the stunt actor was involved in. You could be very well right. Because I think we saw Hayden's face, mm-hmm. you know, during, the, during during that final fight scene. Because you, you can definitely tell just by the uh, um his his eyes. Mm-hmm. So I know I definitely I definitely enjoyed that. But while we're talking about the ending of the show or the ending of the series, let's talk about what's next for Obi Wan. So, you know, oh boy, we see oh boy, on social. Oh you know, we we obviously see on social media that you know this this news agencies reporting it's been greenlit for a second series and mm-hmm. and the actors want to do it and mace window wants to come back and star in it so <laughs> yeah that, that was another thing i think on yeah, reddit samuel l jackson will want to come back for a while he's cool to do it surprise motherfucker mm-hmm. <laughs> surprise mother no <laughs> i love that yes all right <laughs> sorry <laughs> Please insert the clip of that vine. Supplies, motherfucker. Some fries, motherfucker. Disguise, motherfucker. Some pies, motherfucker. All rise, motherfucker. Wrong size, motherfucker. Vine. Oh, a lot of broken. <laughs> yes, throwback to vine. 
Mm. Oh my but, gosh. Yeah. I saw something online that was like basically describing the episode four plot as season two of Obi-Wan. Yeah. And I was like, guys, no, there's so much more to fill in there, but I would like to have a bit more of the bridge, the gap between this and clones and rebels, because I'm like, give me the desert scene between Obi-Wan and Maul in live action. I need it. (laughs) It would also potentially show us like what Reva's or Reva's journey is going to end up looking like, like what she's going to be doing after this. I thought my girl was dead. I am like, like floored that she, well, they, she sta- really, she got I mean, stabbed the same we, way that well, she stabbed the Inquisitor, and I think that was intentional. Tracks, I think yeah. they left her alive on purpose so that she would slowly die or whatever, Bleed but out. she yeah. she just chose not to die because apparently in Star Wars you can do that. You can choose to die from sadness, I mean, or you can the- choose to. Li- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> listen. We know there's a greater plot with that. I uh-huh. hate when people say that. I, I'm just teasing, obviously. I know you but, are. But it would be hilarious. cool to see what her journey will be like in the future because she was like, you know, am I becoming him? Did I become him? And Obi-Wan's like, no, you chose not to. Yeah. And It'd be interesting awesome. to follow the development of her character and like see her almost like pick up where Indira, um, Indira's character, um, Tala, mm-hmm. you know, was doing with the path, mm-hmm. you know, since she's kind of responsible for her death in a way I, I would like to see a crossover with um something else in star wars related at that time um you know whether it's somebody from rebels um or if it's um the where it's gonna cr- if it crosses over with the the what sequel. about ahsoka could yeah, it cross over with that yeah right it That's could and could until possible. it could until the point where she's taken out of the timeline um, and that, well, I mean, she gets put back into the timeline because right, she goes right. back to the same thing, but she has to be missing for a while. Otherwise, people are going to like, no, but, um, or even Cal Kestis from the video game, because it was supposed to be some kind of crossover from that. Right. Um, actually, you know what? His name might have been one of the ones written in the cave. Oh. Um, there were other names written, like Gunji's name was written, the Wookiee mm-hmm. Little Jedi. His name was in the cave. Oh, that's right. Um, there was a Force Unleashed video game back like 10 years ago. That's not canon. It was a, an apprentice of Darth Vader. Um, and he befriended a Jedi. And that Jedi's name is in there. So that's technically now canon. Um, so let me see. Could you... So the very end of this, when Qui-Gon goes off into the dual sunset with, with Obi-Wan, could you imagine the conversation they're having was like you know everything that happened with Anakin, and yeah, and, where's the apology from Qui Gon? Can we just start and, there? <laughs> an apology for what? Because it was like you have to train this boy, you have to do this, and like he's, he's experienced all these problems and trauma and sadness and hurt and pain and being raked literally over the coals because he was like, "This is what my master said I should do. I'm gonna do it." So I don't know, maybe not a. Maybe not an apology, but like a, hey, hindsight, I kind of messed that up. That was not the best idea. But I I think there's a way to redeem him and find the real prodigal son. There's always redemption. You know, like that kind of thing. Because the, and I think the best way to describe it was to kind of paraphrase what Dave Filoni said about Duel of the Fates, the the orchestra, um, the score for Darth Maul, Obi-Wan, and Qui-Gon's fight. 
Um, Duel of the Fates has nothing to do. Yes, yes, perfect. It has nothing to do with the actual combatants. Duel of the Fates has entirely to do with Anakin Skywalker. Um, Duel of the Fates means if Maul wins, he's going to be taken before Palpatine. And he's going to be trained from that young age directly. And the Jedi are going to die even sooner. Conversely, if Qui-Gon had survived, he would have been more of a father figure because he's more of a roguish Jedi. He doesn't listen to the council. He listens to the force. So he would have been the father figure that Anakin needed to not break bad. He would have seen that Palpatine was basically grooming this child, like creepy priest style from like age nine. Yeah. Um, but unfor- like fortunately and unfortunately, Obi-Wan won. Good enough Jedi, you know, but the Jedi Order itself wasn't Qui-Gon. You know, so had he told him to not That's train fair. Anakin, then Palpatine would have just snatched him up directly. And it probably would have been worse. I mean, I, I can't even imagine how it would have been worse because like the Jedi Order literally fell on its ass and so did the government. Right. But like, what else is new? And there was a war, but it's Star Wars. So what else is new? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, art imitates life. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if they if they were to continue with a season two, do you think they'd pick up right where they left off? Or do you I think, think they're, it would be like right prior to New Hope? I think they're picking up with Luke. Luke's got to be the the center of season two now because be Leia cool. was the center of season one. That's my thought, at least, because they kind of teed it up to be that way. Um, so it'd be interesting to see him as like little like that. Aladdin, little street rat, like getting in trouble on Tatooine and having like little adventures that, and doing that would be you cool. Know, his his stuff taking out womp rats on his T sixteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. That would be nice to see in live action and like seeing him, you know, develop the skills that he's going to develop later on, obviously, you know, the technical side of things and being a pilot and tinkering and all of that kind of stuff. But also I think like maybe even some inklings around his force ability. Cause I mean, by the age of 10, he would already be showing signs of that. Would he not? So Uh, potentially, yeah. Absolutely. I'm getting my fantasy series mixed up. I'm like, he'd be getting his Hogwarts letter. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> not exactly. You're a but, wizard, you know, Harry. You're a wizard, Luke. You're a like, Jedi, Luke. He's a space wizard. Um, yeah, I think that's the obvious route. I don't know if that would involve Kenobi, though, because I feel like they had their little hello there moment, and mm-hmm. he met him, and that served its purpose, and like, he doesn't, you know, he, oh, old Ben Kenobi. So he might have a couple other run Yeah, he refers him, to him as like a strange That's like the crazy hermit, hermit yeah. guy, you know, mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the desert. It's like the crazy lady who lives across the street from my mom. We don't go over there. She knocks on the door when I'm home. We turn the lights off. Like, huh. <laughs> that's and the I'm, situation. I'm going to quickly recant my statement earlier. Um, Cal, I realized Cal Kestis's name wouldn't be on the wall because he, the planet you start playing as him on, after his master is killed, he's like there the whole time, so he never would have oh, gone through the squeeze uh, us. Yeah. Well, Close enough. Let, so let me, as I'm sitting here thinking about this series, let me throw out a question to you guys. Yeah. Not something that just popped on the top of my head. Mm-hmm. If so, we have all these Disney Plus series is coming out. We you know with Endor, Ahsoka, and so mm-hmm. on. 
if you had your chance to write your own Disney Plus series, what character would it follow? And mm. what and where in the timeline would it be? No, no, okay. no. Because I already know what Wyatt's answer is. Okay. And I don't want that show. You don't want a Jar Jar show? Lies, <laughs> lies. He wants a Deception. he wants a Jar Jar Binks movie. He wants a Jar Jar Binks prequel and sequel. He wants a Jar Jar Binks show. He wants a Lego Star Wars Jar Jar Binks. Yes. Video I just game. want to see how he got exiled from the Gungan City. That's all I want to know. Because there's no way from, from he crashed his boss's car. Have you car. met him? Have he you crashed met him? his boss's car? What do you think of Hey right. Boy? That whole species is weird. But that's racist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Get out of here. <laughs> it's too it's too late in the day to be bringing up xenophobia (laughs) so (laughs) relax um, relax. that's a really good question so for me i want an r2d2 series no i want an r2 and c3po series like that i literally almost just used my n-word pass that my friend gave me the whole (laughs) star wars franchise what (laughs) i (laughs) The whole Star Wars franchise. Whoa! (laughs) Don't think that's how that works anymore. You could try it though. See what the reaction of the public is going to be. No, but all all I want is that literally, it's like R two's wearing a, it's like R two's wearing a body cam or like a GoPro, and it's just him going through. Just like he's in all of the canon. No, but a lot of the non-canon. But he's saying you want to show. He's saying like basically like events. What's like, the events it's like Olaf happened. presents, but like R2D2 oh, yes. oh. and C3. Oh, like Lion like, I want a mini series yes. of that. Yes, like a like <laughs> and even like that concept, like R2D2 or like C3PO retelling the stories that he Except C3PO gets his memory wiped every time so he doesn't know what's going on. Yes, and then he turns to R2 to fill in the blanks and He's it's like, just binary. He's like beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. And C3PO's like, well said, my friend. <laughs> yes. That was my. That's that's all I got. (laughs) I could see that working. I don't know. Beyond the two droids, beyond the two droids, I don't know. I feel like Hmm. we had this conversation before. Like a long time ago, probably. uh, Ask the Avengers or Mm -hmm. like consult the Council question, and I feel like that was my answer. Did we do one for Star Um, Wars? I thought we just did one for Marvel. I thought we. I thought we might have, because we were talking about like series that were coming up and movies that were coming up and like what we'd add to the mix i don't know i have to go back we have too many podcasts now. I, don't, familiar, I, don't, but... I don't know yeah and i feel like i mentioned the droids because that that's mm. that was my knee-jerk mm. response but i don't know i feel familiar. like i feel like it could be a lot of things like if it's not so you're saying if it's not obi-wan centric it can be any other character any character any anywhere in, in, in the timeline so if it's not an r2 series i'd want i want them to bring back the thrawn series oh yeah that was my other answer i want that like the origin of thrawn yes because the books that would be the the newer uh, newer thrawn books or the the old legends thrawn books the the newer ones that i've listened to okay three of them yes yes uh thrawn and then thrawn alliances and then thrawn treason Yes, Where we get so those, flashbacks. To those him take working, place working during him. Rebels, during season like well, the first one takes place over multiple years, but season three and four of Rebels is when the second two books kind of take place with the second right, book and, flashing back and forth to the Clone Wars. 
and then it would essentially kind of flow into season what season three of rebels when, when he actually shows up yes yeah that's when the first book ends um and then the second book starts off after the rebels escape adalon mm-hmm. um during that battle and then when thrawn shows up in the last episode of the show um right before that it was what he was doing in the third book um i'm glad you said thrawn because i was thinking um i was thinking about that but now i don't have to choose that um i would very much like to see um you want a zeb center centered for show, no. Don't you? <laughs> no i was i was actually originally i was going to say a hondo onaka show um, oh gosh because that would just be like kind of like a star wars jack sparrow show. it would have to be voiced by johnny depp there's no one else um but i i think it would be cool if they kind of bridged the legends and the canon as far as like a rebellion timeline like right after um return of the jedi because they have some really interesting stuff from both legends and canon like in books and comics and video games and stuff like that happening afterwards um like the It'd be Empire. nice to go backwards and get more cad bane since like my man's dead now but yeah i mean they have in one of the the x-wing rogue squadron books the empire during the war gives up coruscant you know too easily and the rebels think oh you know you know we won this but they actually just left behind a virus that's deadly to aliens and now they left the rebels holding the bag they're like oh now okay. you have to treat all of these people and who are half of the people who are in your rebel staff aliens so what about like a so reality series type style but a reality it's like series where they answer just game hear show me questions? out just hear me out Real what Housewives like, of Nabu. Hear me out. What if it's like a reality <laughs> TV style, but it's like a singing competition and you have like the Cantina band, you have Max Rebo's band. <laughs> it's like they're vying for like this elite. Welcome back <laughs> like, to course. They're, 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 they're trying yes. to get into regionals. Yes. They're trying to get into regionals and nobody knows what regionals is. That's never what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like I would watch that. You there would be a lot of talent, drama there'd be yes i want corsad's got talent i'm kind of surprised that um robot chicken hasn't done that already yeah and i want like wado to be like the simon cowell on the panel <laughs> hey what do you mean what are you talking about this is really crap you guys this is the best you have like that's what i Jedi want traits don't work on me right mm-hmm uh, <laughs> on the credits on so the that, credits my friend that's, that's what amazing want. yeah that's amazing. i want like there to be a trap door so when they hit the red button like they fall through and you get the ah! the wilhelm scream like but they fall into the um rancor pit yeah i've thought this through this, this is just very came. this is a very gruesome reality tv show the stakes Listen. are very high this isn't Big Brother. Like we're we're in Tatooine, where your aunt says get clapped or get strapped. Okay, Aunt Baru was like, mm-hmm. "We're gonna put up a fight." She pulls up she uh, pulls a couple of shotguns. She and was he, like, "Uncle Owen forgot they had those," and she was just like, "I didn't forget." My girl was like, "Get strapped, Owen. Let's go." Yeah. <laughs> like, and it was that moment that a lot of people were like, "Ah, oh, Aunt Baru's super cool." And not just making yeah. blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! 
I mean, that's, that's like kind of all she did in A New Hope besides <laughs> call Luke. Luke! Luke! <laughs> what was it in, in uh, the Family Guy Star Wars? He just goes, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the wood needs a cordon and the cows need a milking. Luke! <laughs> I can't. Uh, All right. I guess we have uh, milked that category enough. Indeed. What uh, a transition. Wow, wow. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> uh, we should probably start wrapping this up with our category of alter egos, which is going to be interesting because none of us have any freaking notes. Nope. Can I just say very quickly, um, in, in just looking up the cast of Obi-Wan, because I wanted to do kind of like the guess who of like what I have to pick from now that we're at the finale. Um, what the hell? Zach Braff was the voice of Freck, the little mole alien looking guy that drove the yeah. transporter. What? You didn't know that? Really? No, I didn't know that. I don't think I knew that either. Zach I mean, Braff. he kind of, his nose was kind of like this the whole time. He didn't sound like himself. But yeah, Zach Braff was the voice of Freck. That little I didn't hear it right away. But when, I, but when I did the rewatch, I'm like, wait a second. I just looked it up and I was like, what? I don't remember him being in it. That tracks. Um, that's hysterical. So I guess I'll start with Wyatt because that's what I have an answer for. Andrew, I'm not sure myself. I'm not sure. Um, so we're, this is gonna, we're gonna do it on the fly. It's gonna be interesting. Um, I'm gonna go with Uncle Lars, Uncle Owen for Wyatt. Cause at first yeah. he was like, uh, this whole thing with Reva, he's like, I'm not so sure. And then he was like, All right, I'll pull out my gun. That's that sounds like the right thing to do to protect my home. Uh, like, oh yeah, I forgot that was an option. Cool. So I feel like that would be you in that scenario. But also <laughs> he did show some compassion in certain areas. He's very stern and like very stubborn and has like his plan in place that he wants to stick to that he's not going to deviate from. But then, you know, upon some I mean, reflection. He's farming for water on a desert. I, I can't blame him for being Sure, sure. Stubborn. But also like we're talking about like his nephew, not just water farming. Fair enough. moisture farming as some would Mm. call it um so i don't know that's just my thought the gun thing was like kind of the first thought and then i was like oh yeah i can see you know you're welcome (laughs) i don't know i mean we're doing this on the fly what can i say we are um andrew i don't know i feel like maybe uh (laughs) i don't even know his character's name for a second roken right roken o'shea jackson jr Ice Cube son. Yeah, little cube, as you called him on the last podcast. Little I cannot cube. believe you guys. <laughs> Mini cube. You were <laughs> skating on some thin ice yourselves back oh, then, I'll get Michael. It. Ice. Oh, Wait, boy. which one of which one of us said that? Was that me? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it I think it was. Little and Adam cube. was just That's like uh-huh. no, yeah. No, I mean that works. <laughs> That I mean, hey, you're not wrong. It's he's a mini cube. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, I forgot about But yeah, that. I feel like with the role that he played, especially in the last episode about like keeping the legacy alive for Tala mm-hmm. and also like you know, saying to Obi-Wan, like, no, you don't have to do this on your own. Like, let us help you, let us support you. Like, we're a family, we need to stick together, like, you know, may the force be with you, all the all the above. I don't think he ever actually said that, but he was inferring it i feel like that's very much uh your spirit in that same kind of scenario thank you you're welcome um not uh, you know 
not like this is anything new, not a lot of women to choose from, not that I have to choose a woman, but that's, you know, now a natural tendency, shame on me. Um, but I, I haven't talked about Brea much, so I don't know. I feel like maybe not so, you know, obviously she had like five seconds in the finale. She was just kind of standing there, but I did appreciate the fact that she let Leia kind of like embrace her authentic self. And I hope like when that time comes that I hopefully am one day a parent, I can look at my kid based on whatever they want to wear, whoever they want to be, whatever they want to do. And I can Mm. support them like with that same unconditional love and support that she gave Leia. At first, she was kind of like a blaster, really (laughs) a blaster holder. What are you doing? Yeah. But she realized, you know, how important that was and how significant she was. It was to her. And I think, you know, at first she's thinking from this lens of like oh my god the royal family and like i'm a senator's wife and all these things and then she kind of like took a breath and took a moment and was like i love it it's perfect you know because as a kid like half the time when you're a little girl and you're getting dressed and you're looking at your mom you're you're not looking for um actual criticism of an outfit you're looking for approval Mm -hmm. you know your rainbow tights might not go with your polka dot dress but you want your mom to tell you you look pretty so I think that was um, a perfect nod to, you know, how Leia continued to dress, you know, pretty much for the rest of the the time we got to see her on screen with that, you know, blaster belt in tow. So, yeah, I, I definitely look up to Brea in that moment for sure. Okay. Um, let's see. Again, going off the cuff. Um, <laughs> here this might help you this is literally what I did I just looked at the cast and was like hmm, who do I have to choose uh, from I'm going to pick um, Tala for Alyssa um, you know yeah. willing, willing to sacrifice herself for a uh, for a greater cause um, she was a, a leader in her own right um, she used her job to help people she risked you know, everything. Um, and she was a very strong leader. So that's how I see you. So we're going to go with that. Um, Thank you. Yeah, welcome. Uh, for Quiet. Um, cool whip. Cool whip. Um, for Mr. Gudgeon Jones. Um, wow, this is hard. Um, hmm. Pick wisely. <laughs> I'm not gonna pick Haja. You're welcome. Um, you want to listen? It was <laughs> no. a good idea at the time. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I could go. Um, I could go with Roken uh, for for Wyatt. You know he, you know he's he's a leader. He has his job, um, and he's. You know, you you do help other people in your job. You had at your previous job as well, and you're always looking to help people. You you signed up like you told me to help your friend at church. Um, so and that's that's what Roken's all about is helping people. For myself, oh, I can go with uh, Senator Organa. I could do that. Yeah, you're my husband. Perfect. <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a good father to Zoe, my dog. Um, everything i do is to put uh uh, disgusting food a dog food in her bowl 
with a, with a little bit of uh, like chicken or steak. Um. <laughs> oh, see, I usually do shredded cheese. That's there my, you go. That's my hack. Oh, that would be so much better. That worked. That. Um, I always tell Zoe that she could be anything she wants to when she grows up, even though she's like four and technically yeah. grown up. I'm babysitting Roscoe. He's right here. Oh, hi, Roscoe. He's just shaping. Oh. <laughs> he is good. So I will go. For Andrew, I feel like I need a little redemption for you. So I'm actually picking you as Obi-Wan. Oh. Obi-Wan! Why does you need redemption? Because I I teased that I was gonna give it to you for the first for part one and two. Yeah. And then, and then I took it away from you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm glad and you that Andrew, not one to hold a grudge. <laughs> I was just gonna say. <laughs> Um, you, you understand the mission. You will do whatever it takes to get it to get it done. You know, like you've been you've been talking, you know, to certain people about that you feel like you're being led to go to Europe to help over there, and you're doing whatever it takes to to make that happen. Um, you're you're a hero. You're a leader. And you're 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 not one to just follow the crowd. Obi Obi Wan's not a crowd follower. He's one that will do the one eighty and go back the other way if he feels like it's 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 not not the not the right thing to do. Just like softly under Wyatt talking. Have I ever told you you're my hero? <laughs> oh, well, well, thank you, Wyatt. <laughs> as I nearly teared up as he was speaking. I know, my <laughs> God, who's chopping onions in here? Thank oh, you, Wyatt. Hurry up and get married so I can do a better speech for your wedding. Aww. <laughs> so I feel, like, I, I feel like you're going to make fun of me a lot at my wedding. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen? I mean, Come he on. makes a lot of fun of you now. <laughs> so. what, was, what was my speech at your wedding? It was something like, so normally you're supposed to, you know, tell funny stories about the, uh, about the groom. Unfortunately, all those funny stories are about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, including the tissues in the middle of the ceremony. <laughs> including yes, Alyssa, Alyssa showing up like Wonder Woman <laughs> because I used clutch. all the tissues at yeah. the wedding that were meant for Laura. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good so times. for Alyssa, <laughs> I'm stuck between Tala and Riva for you. Mm. Ooh. I, I mean, shall two, take two completely different rule, uh, roles. Basically, everybody wants to kill me. Got it. <laughs> Either one. Um, Dab, shot, well, take your pick. Well, I don't know. Like, I like how Tala kind of, you know, went undercover to, for, for the rebels. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have... Ambitions isn't the right word I want to use, but you have attributes that that I kind of associate with with her as well. Mm. But then you also have quite a few for Riva, and hey, hey, hey! I, I liked <laughs> Riva's character. I mean, I I loved her character just because, too. Just because a bunch of fifty-year-old white dudes didn't. Yeah, that's fair. I will say I had a Riva moment yesterday where I was really mad about a bunch of stuff like. I have like a couple other things I'm trying to finish on the house and I've had the house for a year and um, I bought some blinds and I measured it like three times, but I did the math wrong. So I ended up buying blinds that were two, two times too small. They were half the size I needed to be. 
and we got them custom cut and we spent all this time like at the store, you know, whatever. And then Alex was helping me install them. And by helping me, I mean, doing it all by himself. (laughs) And, um, I walked in the room and I realized it was like, not right. And I was so mad at myself and he undid everything, packed it back up and, um, helped me return it. But at the time I thought he wasn't going to stick around because he had to go. So I was super frustrated. I had to go like out to like a work event. I hadn't had a break that day. I was exhausted. I hadn't gone grocery shopping. I'm like behind on everything. Everything's crashing down. I went and got my teeth cleaned. And then they were like, hey, you need to give us all this money for braces. And this is like the sixth time that they've said it. But this time they were like, no, we actually mean it. So I'm getting braces as an adult. It's going to be great. It's Invisalign, but still it's like obnoxious. So it was like thing after thing after thing. And it's kind of like that thing where you're like, oh, I can take it out on this person because like they have to let me take it out on them. But I, I try to not do that towards Alex if I can help it. So I just called my mom and then I was like, I'm so mad at Alex, blah, blah, blah. And like, he did nothing wrong. And my mom was just like, okay, you know, my mom is team Alex in that scenario. So she was like, okay, I'm, I'm glad that you called me and you're telling me this is how you feel. Doesn't sound like he did anything wrong, you know? <laughs> And, um, I got home, he was still there. He waited for me and he's like, yep, I packed everything up. I'm ready to go to the store whenever you're ready. And I was like, oh, like, thank you. And so we went to the store. It was raining. He like, was like, oh, I'll just pull up and I'll drop you off. So you don't have to walk in the rain. I was like, stop being nice to me. <laughs> and then after we went to the store and got everything returned, he was like, do you want McDonald's? And I was like, this is why I'm marrying this man. Chicken nuggies. <laughs> he got me chicken nuggies. So. Yeah, I had my Riva moment for like 20 minutes. I was like full Puerto Rican volume screaming on the phone to my mom about how mad and frustrated I was about life and money and all these things. And she was just like letting me get it out and was like, okay, all right. Well, uh, it doesn't sound like I can help you, but if you need to talk some more, I'm here. And I was like, I'm done. You're being logical and rational and I want you to be angry. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was like my Riva moment for the day. Wow. We didn't say the week. That was just for the day. There might be more moments. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it is only Tuesday, so there's still a lot of hot time week left in the week. And young. it's still early. A week is young. That is true. <laughs> um, for myself, I I want to pick the Grand Inquisitor for myself. Ooh, he rose from the dead. Just because doesn't just because I'm down doesn't mean I'm out. <laughs> Call mm. an ambulance. Call an ambulance. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Okay, sorry. I'm just gonna keep quoting TikTok. Took you long enough. I was beginning to think you'd never come. I was always here, Obi Wan. You just weren't ready to see. Come on, we've got a ways to go. And that's going to be a wrap for us guys uh, for for the Obi-Wan series. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, appreciate my co-hosts, uh, Wyatt and Alyssa, for taking the time. You know, we always enjoy these. This is a great series. Um, we don't exactly know what we're doing next, I don't think. Um, but this well, quote... May, maybe Thor? Might be, because that's coming up. But this the, the quote that I chose was specifically to let everyone know that we've got way more to come. So we're pretty excited. So stay tuned.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram as at Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Consult the Council. This is Spectre Radio, signing off.